are listening to Love and Live the Questions, a podcast based on the Rilke quote, be patient toward all that is unsolved in your heart and try to love the questions themselves. And that's what we do here. We live out on the podcast, the places in life where there is unresolved and questions and share our own personal involvement with the topic that we're investigating, trying to move toward answers for ourselves. But the point is to live, not just to find an answer. The experience of life is what it's all about. Sandy and I are going down the rabbit hole of I understand this week and realizing how it's very possible that we understand very little. Bringing up questions like, how much do we actually understand in life and beyond? Can you explain things that you believe you have a grasp of? The rabbit hole is open. Jump in with us. Okay, so today I've got uh, Sandy again, and we are uh, going over the mantra and the concept of the crown chakra, which the mantra is, I understand, and that's such a nice thought as we're going to get get into today to think that it's possible that we could actually understand things, but that's what we explored, um, the concept even of I understand as being a truth, and that goes along with the crown chakra because the crown chakra involves our thoughts, our belief systems. It deals with information. Um, it deals with in line with beliefs, so maybe some sort of source or spirit connection. Um, and we can understand things on levels of either logically we can understand this, we can gain this information and understand it because anyone can understand it. It's just information, and it depends on how your brain works to interpret that, but it's just dry information that we can all potentially get. Um, And then there's a different type of understanding which goes more along with when we experience something that has information attached to it, it brings perhaps a deeper sense of understanding that may be more difficult to explain to someone else because it's not it wouldn't be the same for everyone. Everyone wouldn't understand an experience that we've had in the same way. So we have the ability to understand in a couple of different ways, but then the question is, at least for us today, yes. is do we understand anything? Do we understand anything? <laughs> so I'm going to let Sandy go and just talk about her experience with exploring the I understand this week. Well, that that is very much what... <laughs> Wraps it up. <laughs> yeah, but that is very much what came up for me is, well, I did look, you know, just read that article that uh, you sent to us and, you know, popped up with the little exercise about, you know, anything you believe you understand, you should be able to explain in clear English to a 12-year-old and make them understand. Mm-hmm. And if you're incapable of doing so, then you probably don't understand it for yourself. And yeah. that kind of threw me down a little bit of a rabbit hole <laughs> about just do I know or understand anything? Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> which didn't make me feel very good about myself. Yeah. Like this I, was not an exercise in self confidence. It was not. <laughs> it did not. It uh, it threw me down into paths of even that. That's a good point that you just brought up about. There's two different types of understanding, and something I've experienced. I I can okay, yeah, I definitely understand things. I think, mm. yeah, or do I? You understand it as it pertains to you. As it pertains to me, but how could I explain something that's almost unexplainable because I felt it or to a Mm -hmm. 12-year-old? So then it it leads me into um, the path of liberation and manifestation. So just, you know, the way our energy moves, um, you know, down through the crown to the ground and from the ground up out of the crown. Yeah. Yeah. so pathways of energy is what yeah, we're talking pathways about. Pathways of energy, uh, and I kind of got stuck in that because I I started to believe that I don't think I truly know or understand anything until I've involved. I am. I feel. Mm-hmm. I do. I love. You know, unless all of that has been involved, I don't. I don't feel any level of understanding mm. unless I've gone through a process. Of all, including everything. It felt like it, under, I understand the crown is basically all of them. Mm-hmm. And without all of them. You're missing something. There's something missing there. Yeah. And it doesn't really, you don't really understand it. Mm. You know? I think that's a great point. Yeah. Well, and because uh, the one little, there was one quote in that little article that, that stuck out to me that kind of pushed this down. Mm. And it just said that um, the person who says he knows what he thinks but cannot express it usually doesn't know what he thinks. And uh, even to the point of when we've been in just sessions together, where you'll ask me a question that I, I, for some reason, believe very much so that I know what I think, and you'll ask me a question and I have no idea how to answer it. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm telling myself that I know something, when challenged in any way, it, 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 it it's challenging. Yes. Yeah, it, it leaves me drawing a blank, which leads me to believe that I don't truly understand even what I think. Yes. And so that, I mean, that's basically what I kept spiraling, spiraling through was, do I really know or understand anything? Yeah. Well, I think that that's so interesting. I'll get into mine and then I really, I want to um, um, come back to that because that's so interesting how we don't even know if we understand what we our own thoughts how is that possible if there are our thoughts that we don't even recognize or know that we can completely understand them so I do want to come back to that but and a couple of things so but I had pretty much the same experience we're talking it was called the Feynman, I think, technique. I'll add it to the show notes, but it took you through a process of like four steps of if you think you understand something like Sandy was saying, then you should be able to explain it to a 12-year-old and go ahead and try to do that. And then that's where it could stump you. Now, we didn't find 12-year-olds to try to explain it to, but we didn't need to go that far to understand that we did not understand. Exactly. Because I was thinking about trying to find like a niece or a, you know, one of my goddaughter or something. And if you were to explain it to them, yeah. But I couldn't even get that far because I was like embarrassed at the thought of even (laughs) trying to explain something that I think I know Mm. to a child and not be able to express it. Yes. So. And you know, that, that also makes me think of, um, when we're talking about that, it makes me think of 
like in Eastern cultures, they believe that the children are the teachers. Right. And which that would be so awesome if our society just naturally believed that way. Because if I were trying to explain something to a 12 year old, I think that they would probably take it all in and then be schooling me on, oh, I think this is what you mean to say, or, you know, whatever it is, because their minds are so much more simple and they only have so much information. They're not clouded. Um, right. You know, so they're like, well, this must be it because I only have so much to gather from. And. And this is the way I personally understand it. Yeah. Right. So it's really, it's really interesting. But so anyway, I um, went through this process too. And basically what I came up with is that I grow to understand things by asking questions. And so even in my own work, even in my own life, well, this is called love and live the questions. I mean, there's a reason for that. It's because I am full of questions all the time. Um, and I think a lot of that is because I don't understand things or I want to understand them. And the only way to understand them is to be able to formulate a question around a subject. And so when I was looking at it, this way and how I approach understanding things, um, it just made, it made me go back to, well, for one, situations where, well, let me give you this situation. Um, Ryan and I, my husband and I went to, oh, what's the um, observatory place in, in Brentwood? You know, where you can, they have the telescopes. Isn't there one up above? No, it's like up on a hill in Brentwood by by Radnor Lake. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, so anyway, you go up there and you can look through the telescopes and it's way up high. And um, Well, anyway, we went to a a talk there. It wasn't even a, a telescope night. It was just like, you know, someone talking about something with quantum physics, which I thought would be fascinating, you know, to sit through. And I, I thought that I would be able to, get something from it, right? right? Good God, kill me. It was like the worst hour of Ryan and my life as we're sitting there. Was it just boring or no concepts? Oh, no. There was actually probably a 12-year-old. He was like 10 or 12 or something. He was asking questions (laughs) where Ryan and I are sitting there going, I wouldn't even know what kind of question to formulate because I don't understand what he is saying to begin with. Right. You know, so it's not that the subject is is boring. It's that... You don't know where to begin. Where do you even formulate a question? And I've seen this in, for example, like uh, with the recovery center that I work with, I used to do uh, groups where I would go in and talk to them about energy because that was the more subtle you know, um, presence of the body work that they probably didn't realize was there. And as I'm talking about it, I can see some people's eyes glaze over or just, you know, they're not there. And then when it comes time to ask a question, it's like just blank. Because when you don't get what someone is talking about, again, it's impossible to even be able to formulate a question. Without settling into it a little bit longer or doing some research on it or being like, wait a minute, what did he say again? It's almost as if you're even listening. 
Sometimes yeah. you're not, you're, like, it's almost going so fast that you can't even, you're not really listening. Because you can't comprehend it. Yeah. yeah, it's like, so that's where it kind of left me with this because there are subjects that, well, even like we were talking about the practice of massage, I mean, I could be entertained with massage and body work for the rest of my life because I know that the more that I think I know, the more that there is to learn. learn. But I do have questions geared towards that, but that's because I've been practicing what I'm doing so I can formulate at this point um, how, where my curiosity is and, and why it's there. Which, at this point, when I do have some semblance of an understanding of a subject, I am good, I think, at this point at asking questions. Like, that is one of my gifts, I think, is that I can ask a question because people can be sitting there and go, out. God, where'd that question come from? That's a good one. I didn't even, it didn't even dawn on me, right? (laughs) You got good questions for sure. And it's because I, I can live in those places of where I think that I understand things. Um, however, even with that, like you're saying, um, it it did bring me to a, a point of, uh, depression, what is the point in even living? Because if we're all going to get back to an answer of all I'm looking for is peace or all I want is a conflict-free life or all I want is a place of being centered or, you know, this kind of thing, then why do I, why do I need to understand anything except for Peace. Peace. And under, yes. Right? Right. And so then it made me think, well, what's the point in even li- not living? Don't worry, I'm not suicidal. But um, what's the point in even living out anything and trying to understand anything? Because if the goal is peace, why not just strive for peace? But then when I feel like I might have places of peace, sometimes it can be, it can also feel like um, boredom. Because there's a lack of excitement. Oh, absolutely. Right? It's the whole difference between the be and the do, right? How I always, yes. I, I'm a, <laughs> I like to say what I, or like I'm in rehab from doing, you know? Yes, I've been in rehab yes. from doing for a long time and the being feels very un- uncomfortable because you, there's no stimulation. Yes. I guess maybe that's the way to say it, but because it's so peaceful... You're just like looking for another element to. I don't. I don't. I don't know. See, we don't know. I don't understand. Made me feel was I don't really understand a whole lot of things. Yes, and and even if the goal were to finally understand peace or the thing about peace that I think I understand at this point, um, well then. If I really did truly understand it, wouldn't everything then just be okay? Well, maybe, I don't know. But apparently I really don't understand what I think I understand anyway. About doing and being to begin with. 
Right. And so then it just, like yeah. you said, it leads you down this little rabbit hole of, I know nothing. I know nothing. <laughs> who am I? I even think I wrote that in my notes when I was like going through this. I was like, who are you? Do you even know who you are? Yes. You know, in any situation about any, anything. Because I was thinking, because this is something that popped up from just, you know, over weekend breakfast or something with Stephen and I'm, you know, you read articles and then you'll go down a rabbit hole of an article and uh, it's something fascinating. It's something about the mm-hmm. stars or planets moving through and, but it's, it's still a complicated theory that I'm reading or, you know, whatever. So I, so I read this article and then Stephen wakes up and we're having coffee. And so now I'm trying to explain to him mm. this article, like, or what I read and I can barely, because I was still, tr- I guess, trying to ingest what yeah. I had read and then, but that's the only way that you learn, right? Yeah. It's just for me to like try. Get it out. Express it to Steven. And then, and then I did go back and read it again. Just, I was like, mm-hmm. wait a minute. No, no, no. That sounds wrong. Let me, let me look at this again. And I don't know, but that doesn't, that leave, um, there's curiosity there. And, mm-hmm. um, maybe that's what's the, in between the know and the understand is the curiosity. Well, I think that it, that's definitely, um, you know, because I think a lot of the time when we just are stuck in our logical way of understanding, um, it lacks curiosity because it's something that we feel that we can attain. Right. Because it's just information. Like Facts. I said, anyone can get this. And if you have a brain that works in this way of being able to retain information, um, put it into a place where it, it actually does make sense and you can explain it because you know this dry information then it lacks curiosity and you just think you know. Right. Right? But you haven't experienced anything. You just know something. Note. Yeah. But I don't necessarily even understand it. You know? I think that's yeah. why I yeah. even express it to others. Because now I want your opinion of what you think. Yeah. Of this. Mm-hmm. And help me formulate more questions. And yeah. And Stephen's very good at that. So I'll be like, so this is how I understand it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and then he'll ask a couple questions. Then I'll be like, no, no, no. I remember it saying something like this. And then I, th- I think it did. And then I'll Google something. Yeah. And then it goes down a deeper hole. And I mean, it's just that it's that little 12-year-old inside that you're always talking to, right? Yeah. You're always talking to her and teaching her something. And, and my goodness. And I think that that is such a good point about the, the 12-year-old that we really are trying to explain these things to ourselves, right? First. Yeah. Because... That younger version of us, um, well, I forgot, what did I write down? Something about you were saying about um, trying to understand what we even think in the first place is is because this younger self got this information from either books or parents or whatever, but we never took the time as that younger self to actually understand it for ourselves where we were. Without other influences. Yes. Right. And so our understanding that we have of things is not our understanding. And so no wonder we're so confused. Right. Because I we're trying think to think about that. We're trying to understand someone else's understanding that never matched with the heart of who we are in the first place. And, and, and yet those are the beliefs or the things that we're attached to, but we don't even realize it anymore. Don't even know that it's up there. We don't even recognize that we're attached to it because it's just this path that's been, you know, 
forged over time that it's just like old hat to us. We're like, yeah, of course that's where I'm going. Our mind's saying that, but, but we are oblivious to it at this point, yet that's where we keep going for our understanding. And it's like, well, we never understood it in the first place. Right. But we're trying to still come from that place of that understanding to understand everything. Which, but then there's that, maybe that's why it feels so off sometimes. Because you're really using somebody else's belief system. Exactly. To ingest information that is more you or more, you know, true to things you want to bring into your center and ways that you want to hold that information and be able to express that information and you're just running patterns, still running patterns. Maybe that's why it feels so hard sometimes Mm -hmm. because you're using a pattern to understand, to know and understand that didn't come from you. It's like like um, relearning yourself. It's like you're really just coming back to learning who you really were to begin with and to begin with. And you, and you have to go back to that child because, um, that child was the one that was potentially not taught wrong, but just not taught what in alignment with Yes. Yeah. That guy getting a goosebumps, girl. That's yeah, that's like yeah. that that's something I didn't even consider on top of it. Yeah. Why sometimes it's so hard to know, understand things like sometimes things feel wrong but even though they're not wrong like they're you know like you don't feel like it's wrong you're just processing it wrong yeah yes and and, you know it like um so for a a more solid example and I don't know if this is going to be a good example but um as we're talking it just made me think of when things actually do resonate with who we are 12 year old self or not but um when they actually do resonate with who we are we understand it on a completely different level than the things that we were taught because it's new and fresh information that actually connects with who we are. So for example, what I'm saying is when I went to massage school, I didn't even know how strongly I connected with this stuff, all of this information until I was there because in being there, you know, information would be given to me and I would say to myself, huh, I thought I made that up. I thought that's how I think anyway. Yeah. And so it was amazing to me that I didn't... It came very naturally. Yes, Yes. that I I didn't necessarily make this stuff up. It was a thing, but but I understood it, like you said, naturally. Yeah. It was me. There wasn't a whole lot of resistance inside of that learning. Yeah. I was the same way. Yeah. I went to massage school originally because I didn't want to work a lot of hours. I wanted to make more money per hour. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to make my own schedule. Yeah. And then once I got into massage school, I was like, oh. Oh, This is me. This is me. And I had, you know, even though I went into it for very logical reasons, Mm -hmm. all of the other part of it was actually more in tune to who I was. Yes. I had no idea. Yeah. Until I was in it. Yeah. Yeah. And so if you can take experiences like that, because that felt a certain way. Yeah. Right? It just felt like aha's going off all over the place because you I was like, oh, oh, oh. Um, and it wasn't anything that our parents were gonna teach us or a book that we had read previously. Yeah. You know, I I didn't read a book on how to massage before I went to massage school, you know? So 
it's 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 information that was given to us without the there wasn't a belief system set around it. Yeah. So there wasn't anything I was processing through from my childhood. Yes. I mean, well, there maybe have been some patterns. There's some stuff in there. Yeah. yeah. This was a different level of thinking that I had, uh, my parents had never, or my surroundings had never given to me. That is a very good example. Yeah. Yeah. And it came very naturally and felt that it must have flowed, you know, all the way down and all the way up real easy. Mm -hmm. And, you know. Yeah. But then again, like, like I was saying, like, just like focusing on, I understand, like I even thought about that. Okay. How would I talk to a 12 year old about what do I, what I do for a living? I would mm-hmm. expect mm-hmm. that I should be able to express that very clearly and very easily. And I, I had nothing. Well, yeah, because things like that, you know, even if people ask me what I do and, you know, you say I'm a massage therapist, well, they already, just like we were talking about with, um, was this I see? I think it was with I see. Um, I don't know if you were there for that breath work or not, but with the I see is that you have all these thousands of versions of yourself oh, out yeah, there, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so if you say to someone, I'm a massage therapist, well, they have their own idea about what that is anyway, right? right? And so regardless of that, I still have a hard time explaining to people what I do. Uh, because well I'm a massage therapist but that's not the the whole of the it entirety of who you and whatever yeah, it is what that you you're practice. thinking about it the way that I practice is unique to me it may not be unique but it's unique to me and so I would have a difficult time explaining that to someone, asking me, well, what do you do? And I say, I'm a massage therapist. Oh, expound on that. Tell me about it, you know? Right. Well, what I do is um, I'm always focused on connecting the body, mind, and spirit. You know, the body is just the thing that you come in with. And some, you've probably but, already gotten somebody glazed over. You know what I mean? Right, <laughs> like, because oh, then they're like... a massage therapist. You just rub people, right? Right. It's yeah. like I, you're explaining something to me that I'm, right. I, I can't... I don't want... Number one, maybe I don't want to take this information in because I didn't really ask for that whole spiel or I didn't ask for everything that you're about to get involved in because it's not just um, a simple answer of, oh, well, I do rehabilitation work or I do um, somatic work or I do, you know, like a, a an avenue of massage, which might be an easier conversation to have with someone. But if you're asking me what I do, I could tell you I do somatic work. I could tell you I do energy work. I could tell you I do neuromuscular, which would be more clinical work. However, you don't really understand what any of that is, right? Well, no, that none of those things necessarily truly define what I believe I do. And so that would be very difficult to to explain because I'm not, while I understand it, I'm not sure that I understand it enough in a way to, to... Make you understand. Have someone else connect with what I think it is that I do. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I I, I think that's, um, that kind of, that did, that made me a little like sad about that. Like that I was like (laughs) trying to conceive that in my head. How would I express to somebody what I actually do for a living? And Mm -hmm. you, it, I I don't know. For me, I think it, um, there's too much that is in the, 
I don't know how to say it, like the, the ether of things or mm-hmm. just the, the nuances or the different clients that you've experienced or, and all of that information. Cause I don't even know, honestly, when I go into a session, what I'm going to do right then or mm-hmm. in that moment or what I'm feeling or what I'm getting from you or which way I'm going to go. So if I don't even know that going, that's what I promise I'm good at what I do. I yes. Believe me. She's good at what she does. <laughs> know, it, was just, it was interesting to ponder on that. Mm-hmm. How, but then again, it's almost, am I just, judging my level of understanding I'm not trusting that that like not the logical mind mm-hmm. the, the the true deep connection yes. to because there I'm obviously connected to something very very deeply in that way mm-hmm. and so maybe it's more of me not trusting that connection or doubting my connection I don't think it's not that I don't trust yeah it. I just think it like pondering on this really made me doubt just it just gave me some doubts well, I, th- I th- that. think that, that the way that you split that up is, is another really good point to talk about because, yes, I mean, we may be able to explain this is the information that I received about massage and body work. And so when I do massage, I am looking for um, uh, shortened muscles because you either have shortened muscles or you have lengthened muscles, right? These are just fact, dry information anyone can get. And what I'm trying to affect is the shortened muscles because when those relax, the lengthened muscles don't have to feel so pulled, for example. Okay. Well, great. So that's a great logical understanding of something. Lots of facts. But but where I'm concerned with um, in life is not necessarily understanding all of that stuff in a way that I can explain it to someone because I don't feel like that's my place in life to just regurgitate information. Right. And so it's like you were saying, it's from that other space of getting information from a source that is outside of you and not in a book and not in a... This is interesting. Yes. Very much so. And once again, that's an experience. And how can you explain an experience to someone on a level that they would understand what you are saying? Because regardless of how you explain it, it is not their experience. And or will never be their experience, you know? Yes. And, and so that's, I mean, so maybe that's what it leaves me with is so how are you ever really creating levels of understanding for anybody else? I think you're always creating a level of understanding for only yourself. And yeah. You're only just communicating. You're who just you, trying to who share you it. Are. Yeah. You're, and some people will, like we said, and massage school came very naturally to me. So mm-hmm. I, I sucked that information in and that's when you find those souls. Like they always call it mm-hmm. tribe, right? You find mm-hmm. your tribe. The ones that you can talk, all yes. of the random knowledge that you've come up with, mm-hmm. and talk on a level of understanding. Yeah, like words that other people would be like, what the hell was that word? And you're like, well, we we get it because we, we get it, you know. Um, so for an example for that, like if I were to, you know, things that you learn in massage school would be um, to use correct... Um, verbiage, but there's another word for it. But anyway, if I were to say I'm going to work the medial um, aspects of your thigh, for example, this is just um, 
once again, dry, yeah, 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 dry information that anyone in medical school, anyone in massage school, anyone in um, physical therapy, those types of places would understand, oh, okay, she's using the word medial, but what she means or what that means is that she's going to work the inside, right? Um, so that could even be uh, throw people off because they're like medial, um, you know, using all of these different words, like what the hell are they talking about? However, on the other side of that, and this is where I feel like this is more of my understanding, like, yeah, I can get all of the logical understanding of um, clinical ways of describing what we're doing to a body. But it's the other side of the understanding of um, what we're, how we're actually affecting or how we're actually working with the body is something that is less explainable. How do I want to word this? It's, it's less explainable because it's on a level of... Uh, our bodies lining up with something more spiritual. More spiritual and just more um, entombed. Like, I have no question that I understand this about myself or that I know this because I know this. Mm-hmm. Like, my, my I, I feel in line. I feel authentic. It's it's hard to even describe what that what does that feel like to me. Mm-hmm. It may not feel the same way for you, and those words may just roll off of your back because what does authentic mean? Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, it means something very different to me than it does to somebody else. So I think that yeah, you're you're. I'm seeking that level of understanding. Yeah. The untouchable, the mm-hmm. unlogical. Because I can logic you all day long. Mm-hmm. That's easy. Mm-hmm. That is really easy, and I've been very very logical. Yeah. You know, and like trying trying to break things down logically. The more interesting side of it, I think, is that the other side of it. Absolutely. Because that's our life. That's that's the real life. You know. And when I when I get to those places, or when I. When my mind wanders to that space of this is what is really important to understand, that's where I can start to spiral down that rabbit hole that we were talking about earlier into this place of, well, is what I do even valuable? Because actually, my gifts don't lie in the logic. I can understand the logic, but my gifts don't lie in the logic. My gifts lie in the spiritual and is that even of value because it's like the, you can't you can't um there's, measure it yes. or yeah and there's no way to be able to say that this is going to work for you yeah cuz it, it might you not know? because maybe we want we just all we want in life is results i think that's very western culture you know um and that's not my gig. My gig's not to provide results. My gig is to provide questions. My gig is to provide information. My gig is to um, take you to a place of, yes, seeing um, your light as opposed to seeing the things that um, you believe are you that are, that's, that are not you. Um, and so it's, yeah, it's hard to quantify how valuable something like that is but yet I know that it is but I know but then you know you you make me focus on I understand in a podcast and then I question all of that yeah so it's, <laughs> it, can, it can I think flip flip you up and isn't that isn't that the curiosity of it all mm. is that I think I know 
I think I really understand this, but something else in the lower realms mm-hmm. and those lower energies kicked up some, you know, self-worth problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like a lot of things come into that and make it, make you question. And this is our place of I know and I understand. So mm-hmm. how could, uh, that's what, if you don't rectify everything that's, Throwing you off. Yes. Yeah. So if you're not in line, mm-hmm. I know and I understand is never going to be, is never going to be. Right. Yeah. With, with you in, in that space. And so looking at it from that angle, because like all of these mantras are, are positive affirmations, if you will. Yeah. I mean, it's not something that we are without. Um, if we are lining up with our crown energy then, and if we say the mantra, I understand, we believe in its truth for us. Right. Because it's like, yeah, you know what? That's the mantra of the crown chakra, and I do understand. I'm not questioning if I do or if I don't. I am lining up with, I understand. But I feel like you have to get everything else in line, how you feel about it, how you talk about it, you know? like All of that has to be lined up as well for you to truly understand and can and we line into that yeah and can we ever truly un, um, own that space of I understand unless we begin to acknowledge or realize or know in some way these beliefs that we do already have that do not line up with the truth of who we are because the thing is those are the things that we understand to a great degree because that's what keeps showing up in our lives the patterns but you're always trying to break those patterns so why are you constantly trying to like break your programming (laughs) yeah but that because but that's how we understand that is our understanding right you know, so we're lined up with, I don't want to say the wrong, I'm, I'm putting in quotation marks here, but the wrong thing. What we are lined up with is the, the I understand and affirming this I understand that is something that we were never meant to understand or never meant right. to grasp in the way that we grasp so it. Well, trust. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're trying to create too much, to, you're trying to make it too tangible. Mm-hmm. I, I have a bad habit of mm-hmm. making things, trying to, you know, just exercise, or uh, uh, I'm drawing a blank on this word right now. I can't remember saying. Blank space. I know. Because like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. So yeah, I because, I mean, even I talking cannot. about this is, like, <laughs> overwhelming, and, like, we can't even think straight anymore. Honestly, I can't. <laughs> clearly explain this so I do not understand I mean it's it's just it's just a lot but it just makes me um you know we were talking about I speak was the last podcast that you and I did together and how I was saying to Sandy earlier that the reason I think that when I did actually speak and wasn't more didn't take the time to be more thoughtful or contemplative about some of the the opinions that I had is because it was connected to some belief system that I hold. I still hold, but I'm not quite sure what it is. 
But so did it did it sound like or it it felt like it wasn't you the way that you came off or you were just surprised to learn something about yourself or was it it felt like it did not feel like the truth of of me um meaning it didn't feel like um I mean there was some truth uh, of that critical person yeah because but that was my shadow nature right and I don't think that our shadow nature is the absolute truth of who we are because that's our shadow right and so it wasn't it what it the the critical nature or the judgmental um nature that I came across with is not who I really am in the sense of who I want to line up with you know you should be lining up with kind of thing. Yeah. Or so who, did, it, did it feel like you were listening to a foreign self? It didn't feel like I was listening to a foreign self, but it felt like I was, um, it felt like I was verbalizing things that was connected to someone who wasn't necessarily me. Right. If that makes sense. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, like somebody else just, you know, you always loved your, like you loved your dad. So whatever he believed and things that he was really strong about, like somehow that's just stuck in your psyche in some way. So you being very, very, like your belief system about what was, was that? someone was else's. Yeah. Yes. Like it was the whole love wins. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, in that sense, like we were saying... Is a is a like it is good to really try to throw love at things, mm-hmm. but not allowing place. But I, I guess your problem was just hearing the way you spoke about it. The way it, because I do have a point to make yeah, about it yeah, that yeah. that is thoughtful about, yeah. and is not judgmental, but um, rather than and so this is where the mind gets really screwy. I think because. Um, rather than allowing ourselves to see what our actual belief about a subject is, we we take that belief because it's kind of hidden from us at this point, even though it's not, it's like the neural pathway goes right there. But, yeah. but to, to us, we're like, well, that pathway might go there, but I don't quite know that path anymore um, uh, consciously. Yes. And so I'm going to that place, but... Um, it's, it's being judgmental, not towards, it might come across as being judgmental towards people who say love wins, for example. Right. But really what it's being judgmental towards is me judging my own self for whatever that belief is that I have that why I can't quite articulate what what I want to say is because I have that specific belief that won't allow me to be free like everyone else and just spread my opinion with no judgment or no feelings attached to it, if that makes sense. Right. Well, well, okay, because I think we got into this with I speak is sometimes are you spewing just to spew it out of your body uh, to uh, to the, the detriment of others? Because sometimes when you are just throwing, I think sometimes people just throw, can take up so much energy in a room and spew all of their opinions all over the place. And honestly, I just feel like sometimes in those moments they're doing it for the, I don't know, maybe I guess you should be able just to do that. I mean, Um, yes. 
But then again, I think a lot of times people are doing that to, like, to put people down, to mm-hmm. make them feel judged, to influence in some way. Yeah. And I think a lot, if you're ever doing that, you're never in a place of um, authentically yourself. You're just, you're just throwing up all over the room. All right. of your energy is everywhere there. And but see, this is my point right here, right? Is that regardless of the spewing... Like you said, you're not coming from an authentic place because you're not dropping into your heart. What you're doing is connecting to a belief. Yeah. And why and Why does that belief exist that um, I don't suck, you suck, <laughs> right? Right. There's a belief there that you're attached to that that's not what you're saying, but in essence what you're saying is, why are you a fucking idiot and I'm not a fucking idiot, you know, or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. Right? Because there is a belief there that that you have been well trained to believe I'm not the problem, you're the yeah, problem, problem, or whatever it is. Yeah. And so that's the part of it that, that fascinates me that when we don't drop into our true selves, um, me, uh, what I've noticed is that I can go into that more dark or shadow side of myself because... If I'm not being thoughtful and um, connecting with myself, I'm connecting with some belief that I learned and picked up along the path of life that does not resonate with me, yet it is much easier to connect with than the truth of who I am. Yeah. So it comes across a little bit... So you sound almost more articulate going down that pathway than actually trying to, I guess, pave a new pathway. Yes, because right now I can't even exactly explain what I'm trying to say because I haven't been thoughtful enough about right. it and I don't know what it's attached to. But there but something is attached because it very easily comes out like I have this opinion and it's based on some belief that I have. I don't know what that belief is, but I'm going to tell you about my opinion regardless. <laughs> but do you think that there's a level of so there is because that belief is there, so it is technically um, a part of your understanding. Mm. Like, it is a part of your understanding, right? Even on, though that on belief some is level. In the, on some level. So how do, how do you gauge... <laughs> how do you gauge what's, what is, like, old good patterns and which ones aren't? Yeah. Because, you know, some of them, <laughs> I guess, serve you. I guess they serve you until they don't. Yeah. You know, isn't that, isn't that the whole thing? Like getting back to knowing thyself is Mm -hmm. when you start to realize these patterns I've done for a really long time don't serve me. Exactly. And that's, I think, um, you know, when we did the, I speak and after I did, I'm like, well, it's already out there, you know, which, Hey, I'm all about in this podcast. We are not perfect. I I am perfectly (laughs) fine with coming across in the moment. However, I come across, it's not ever meant to be judgmental or however it comes out it's just for some reason it did yeah and and so um yeah just allowing that to to teach me yeah and to help me understand um more about myself because that was a part of myself that was a part of yourself, but it's not a part that serves you anymore. So maybe mm-hmm. it's that whole like accepting that this served me. Mm-hmm. I do accept that you this belief has served me for a very long time, but mm-hmm. it 
it isn't lining up with me today. Right. But then it starts to connect like we were talking about where, well, but when I take that path, then I'm like, well, crap, I don't understand anything. Right. (laughs) You know, because if I'm not going to take the path that's well-worn, and even though I don't understand what it's connected with, I can verbalize it more easily. Um, Well, then... I don't, I don't even understand that. How can I even understand my new way of being until you take the time to be thoughtful and contemplative about it? And um, maybe going down that pathway, like it robs you of the ability to feel it on that deeper level, you know, because that pathway is so logical and it's, it's, it's served you so many times that maybe it takes away, it just, it just takes away that opportunity to connect to that deeper. Yeah. And so then I think, well, I need to be quiet. (laughs) <laughs> you I, know? Need to, yeah, right? I need to until um I can notice that that whatever it is that I think I understand comes from a place of my heart then I don't need to speak it and give my opinion or give an explanation of the way that I understand things just like I was talking about in that last breath work I don't like to talk about things that I haven't experienced myself because then I am just giving information and I'm like well I don't even know how to give this information or if this information is true or valid or useful or anything because I haven't personally experienced it. So really, all we can do is give our own understanding of an experience, which is us understanding, right? Well, and I think this comes to, you know, like you said, like you're quite, you like to ask questions Mm -hmm. and constantly ask questions and yeah like my level of understanding should always come from that place but I should always be curious of the connection Mm -hmm. if I'm even taking the opportunity to ingest this information and to express it to somebody Mm -hmm. then I should be willing to allow that like exchange yeah because you're right, it, it'll let you learn a lot, a lot more understanding about yourself. Yes, it'll teach. It's a teacher. It's That's a teacher all that we you. have in life. Right. We can only understand ourselves, and then share that self that we understand it as we understand it with others. Well, and it's interesting when you when you're so blind to it, mm-hmm. where you know other people can see. And okay, this I know this is a silly example, but I used to have. I don't think I say like a lot anymore, but mm. I used to have real like. Or totally. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we, we broke that after the first podcast because I heard it. But like like, I did like, I did uh, you know, um, I had a bunch of, mm-hmm. you know. The, uh, see? Came back. I know it comes back, but my husband would, he would always just, um, as soon as I would say it, he'd say it right back to me over mm-hmm. and over and over again. So until I, but I didn't see it that way. Yeah. I genuinely had no idea how often I said like mm-hmm. until he started saying like back to me every single time I said it. Yeah. And it it was powerful. Mm. I experienced it mm-hmm. then. What it's, it feels like for him. Yeah. And I found that like that's kind of how it is until you see it. Mm-hmm. Like, until you're at sea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, until you see it, then you, you there's no way to process the knowing or the understanding. Yes. Side. You're blind to your own beliefs. You're blind to your own beliefs. Or habits or thoughts. 
Right. Whatever it is. Kind of, yeah. And yes. I just thought that would be a good way to like understand what yeah. that's like. If you if you don't see that you're doing it, even though I'm the one personally saying like a thousand times mm-hmm. in, a, in a conversation, I didn't see it. I didn't hear it. Yeah. Not until I'm not was, doing that. Yeah, because yeah. you would always, be, you know, and then he just started doing that, and he's broken me of so many things yeah. that I say constantly. Yes. I'm like, thanks, babe. Yeah. I, and, I needed to work on that. Well, I mean, and that's why they call marriage or any close relationship a mirror, a right? A mirror. I mean, yes. um, yeah, because we wouldn't we wouldn't see a lot of things unless someone else close to us pointed it out, you know, good or bad. Good or bad, yeah. It's like that's. This this is um, how I see you, and um, this is how you're coming across, whatever it is. And then you're like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. I did not want to say like a thousand times. Yes. I think I was preparing for some like a presentation or something. And he was mm-hmm. like, that yeah. was when it started. And he was like, you must have said like yeah. 8,000 times. And yeah. I was like, I can't stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, presentations will do that to you yeah. with, with your. And, and you know, I've gotten to the point where I don't care if I stutter. I don't care if I say um. I don't care if I say these things because I don't want some sort of clean cut corporate like presentation, presentation and yeah. I want my expression to be my expression but yes if I said like a thousand times that that maybe could be one I could it do without <laughs> to break it yeah but I think that that is that's a good unless you have something else I think that that's a good place to to land on this that and it makes me feel better anyway about the, everything that I don't understand. Well, why am I trying to understand a bunch of things outside of myself? Outside of myself. That is a great way to put it. The only thing that I can understand, attempt to understand, um, is my own self. Absolutely. So we're going we're gonna to go for it. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to continue to go for it. By the end of this uh, conversation, I do feel a little bit better about... Not knowing and not understanding. Yeah. And how that did make me feel to yeah. to sit with that. And... Well, I think, too, that there's a lot of pressure in society to be able to know things and understand them. And the more that we present ourselves as someone that knows things or understands things, you know, the the brighter, lighter, the, the higher um, value we might have like for a lawyer or a doctor for example right I mean they know they have to know yeah Yeah. a lot of things that most normal people that are in those professions wouldn't know they are um uh, highly esteemed right um and so I think that that's where a lack of the value of knowing yourself and that being valuable like having that emotional intelligence as opposed to logical intelligence is just as valid and important as... More important, I honestly... Yeah. I mean, because you could be the best doctor in the world, but the biggest dickwad ever, you know? I always found the best surgeons were the most... Unable to communicate in any way. Like have no emotional None, uh, quality. But great at a very technical, logical. Yes. Yeah. Very and, interesting. And needed. And needed. Yes. Um, but for me, because if I can only understand myself, that's not for me. Yes. 
You know, I, I want to be able to understand myself in a way that provides value for my life on terms other than, um, how people view you. Yeah. Or logical or pragmatic, you know, uh, practical or, um, I just want want to understand myself at a level level that I may not be able to explain to others, but I know. But I but I know. Yeah. And trust. Yes. Yeah. And that's that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I can give. That's all I can do. Yeah. <laughs> I like so it. well, I'm glad that we uh, made ourselves feel better. Yes. Yes, I definitely feel better by the end. Thanks for being here. The podcast and the show notes can be found at loveandlivethequestions.podbean.com. There's also a Facebook page for interaction and other messages at facebook.com forward slash loveandlivethequestions. If you're enjoying the podcast, leaving a review or saying hi, sending a message, a comment on Facebook, anything is greatly appreciated. And I'm grateful for all of you being here. Thanks so much for listening. And until next time, love and live.